So I call the little writing love. And I quote um, from Shantaram. This is not like any other place. This is India. Everyone who comes here falls in love. Most of us fall in love many times over. And the Indians, they love most of all. There is nothing strange about this. It happens often and easily for the Indians. That is how they manage to live together, a billion of them, in reasonable peace. They are not perfect, of course. They know how to fight and lie and cheat each other, all the things that all of us do. But more than any other people in the world, the Indians know how to love one another, wrote Gregory David Roberts. Very often while reading Shantaram, I found myself nodding in agreement and biting down on a bubbling burst of laughter. Where words sometimes failed me, he captured so eloquently the eccentric beauty of a country and her people. I wasn't sure what to expect on my return trip to India, but falling in love definitely was not on the agenda. Yet I did, many times over in fact, in a freewheeling way I never did or could four years ago. I might have been fascinated, flawed and infatuated, but I didn't know how to love India when I was 20. I loved her colours, but hated her squalor. I loved her fields, but hated her traffic. I loved her buzz, but hated her silence. And as an exchange student running away from a messy breakup, I'd thrown myself into trying to love her and my new life in limbo at that time, but I wasn't actually ready to love without condition and exchange. I arrived in India this time around braced for the onslaught. The mess, the sounds, the riot that I knew would unabashedly dance and welcome before my face. All of that did appear, for my heart was light and my jaws remained unclenched. The potholes, the jostling, the smock, the incessant honking, even the bizarre social order that sees crowds and traffic piling up to stare at a pile of fallen logs on the midnight road. What would normally frustrate washed over me in waves of familiar comfort, and the tides of acceptance came easy. And once I'd surrendered myself to her wills, once I stood in the middle of the jungle garden in front of my Carolyn cottage without choking with fear that the mysterious stirrings in the grass were fanged snakes, it was just a breeze, I began to love the land, the pockets of serenity that exist in tandem with the day-to-day -day mayhem, the intriguing and often impenetrable culture, the people, their inherent loveliness, and their unquestioning communion with fate. A few days ago, I sat in a rickety auto, inexplicably happy to be sandwiched between two friends in Mumbai's humidity and unmoving traffic. When my surroundings erupted in a deafening symphony of impatient, pointless honking, my heart took the final tumble into a senseless love affair with a city I'd hated so much on my last visit. I loved, if nothing, but for the sheer absurdity of the moment Mumbai gifted me and the realisation of the infinite, contradicting possibilities that the jumbled metropolis could bring. The thing about love is that it is hardly ever straightforward or pretty. It's torrid, messy, and when it hits you right in the gut utterly life-changing.